You're listening to the Art of Parenting podcast. I'm your host, Jeanne-Marie Penel. My intention is to share with you simple tips and tricks that will make a huge difference in your life, as well as giving you all the support and encouragement you deserve to enhance your parenting experience. I've created this safe place for us to explore the issues and concerns that matter to you bringing you clarity and solutions with Q&A sessions and inspirational conversations with world-renowned experts in a variety of fields. I've recently created a private community for us to continue these supportive and uplifting conversations. Click the Join the Art of Parenting Community Here button on this page and I will see you there. I'm a firm believer that parenting was never meant to be done alone, and I'm here to debunk the general consensus that it has to be hard. A warm welcome to you, and thanks for tuning in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. This is Jeanne-Marie Pennell, your host of The Art of Parenting. And today I have the lovely Alexander Idens with us. Alexander is the creator of Big Journal, which is a growth mindset journal for our children. And I am very excited to be having this conversation with her about how she got into doing this and creating this and why it's important. So hello, Alexandra, and thank you so much for making the time to be with us today. Hello, I'm so excited to be here. Wonderful. So first, um, I always like to start with the question of how you would define the art of parenting. Um, well, I mean, it's, it's a good question. The art of parenting is learning to me. Um, so I would equate parenting to learning every single day from our children. And um, learning how to become a parent, to become a better version of yourself so that you can be the best model for your parent, for your child as a parent so that they have this role model in front of them that they can um, watch and learn from. Yes, and it's true that they are watching us. Uh, we're under a <laughs> microscope, so we 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 definitely need to do some work on ourselves. I like that that it's parenting is learning. It really truly is um, wonderful. So before we get a little too involved in our conversation, I'd love for you to share uh, with the listeners the work that you're doing today, but also the journey that brought you to to do what you're doing. Yes. So I am the uh, co-founder of Big Life Journal, and it's a company that makes resources and tools um, for children. Um, and we focus on the mindset. So help, helping children to develop a growth mindset, the mindset of learning, the mindset of, um, you know, kind of resilience. So um, my journey uh, was... Um, well, it was quite long, but it wasn't, if you think about it, well, our company is only three years old, so it wasn't that long. Um, but I said I was a co-founder because my other co-founder is my husband. So we started the company together um, about three years ago, and our goal was to create tools and resources for our children, for our child. At that time, I was uh, pregnant with our son. So we were looking to create um, tools that would help us Uh, teach our children, future children, growth mindset, Um, because we both knew that mindset and growth mindset specifically is so critical 
for success and for a successful, happy life, that we just needed to find those tools that how can we translate that kind of like complicated language of mindset, resilience, confidence into child's language and make it accessible to them. And, um, and that's why we, that's how it all started. We were looking for tools. We couldn't really find what we needed. And then we decided to create um, tools ourselves. And we started with a journal, the first journal um, that we developed in uh, 2017. So that's Wonderful. how it started. <laughs> Wonderful. So for those who might not know what exactly you are referring to when you're talking about growth mindset, I would love if you could just give, you know, your definition of what that is and and why you feel it is so important for our children to develop it. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, growth mindset uh, was developed by this concept was developed by Professor Carol Dweck. And she's a Stanford psychologist based in um uh, in California, and she does a lot of research still. So she she's an active professor, active researcher. researcher. Um, so what she said, and she wrote a book, which is called Mindset, and we always recommend anyone, parent or non-parent, to read the book. But what she said was there are two types of mindsets, growth mindset and a fixed mindset. And a mindset in general is how you view the world and how you how you view yourself in the world and other people. Um, so when, when you have a growth mindset, you believe that you um, you can always improve. You can get better. You can learn things. You're not fixed a certain way. You're not born a certain way. Um, you can develop your talents, your skills, your abilities, and you can basically become anyone you want and you can learn anything you want. Uh, whereas a fixed mindset is the opposite of that is when you believe that you are born a certain way, you're fixed um, in your abilities and your talents and your skills. And if you are either a math person or you are not a math person, Person. You're either a musician or you're not a musician. And you're kind of like just a fixed entity and you, you know, kind of have very limited things you can do in your life based on your, how you were born, right? Your intelligence level or your brain structure or whatever. So, um, and for, so there's a two polar opposites, right? But what right. she discovered was that growth mindset is so extremely beneficial to, to humans, not only children, but adults as well. And um, she has done a lot of research and studies with children in school environments where she was showing that when children do adopt a growth mindset, they perform so much better um, in school and in sports. And overall, they just become um, more fulfilled, more happy, happier. Um, And she has, um, you know, shown the opposite. When a person, when the child has a fixed mindset, they don't usually those kind of children. They don't try new things, or they're afraid of trying new things. They don't like take on new challenges. They kind of like would like they want to stay in their little bubble. So um, it was clearly shown in her studies, and she does describe some of those studies um, in the book Mindset. Um, it's not about, the book is not about parenting per se. It's just in general about mindset, but she does have a whole chapter on children and parenting. You talk about mindset. I'm, I'm questioning, like, is this something that we develop or it's something that we are actually 
it's it's funny it's a question of is it fixed in us like is you know is this because it sounds like the way you were describing it is you either have one or the other but i would think that that kind of mindset is developed by our culture by our upbringing by what we're you know made to believe about ourselves is that is that how you would define it yeah i mean so um you can have so you, so first i would like to say that it's not like you have a 100% growth mindset or 100% fixed mindset all of us are somewhere in on the spectrum okay. between the two right, right? okay so it's hard to find a perfectly fixed mindset person or a perfectly growth mindset person but um and another thing is um we could have fixed mindset in certain areas of our lives and have a growth mindset in other areas so you could say like i'm totally um uh, i just not i'm not a good cook i can never learn to cook everything i do i burn and oh that's those that's kind of like a growth oh, i'm sorry fixed mindset language right whereas right. at the same time you could be thinking that you are um you know you can totally learn how to draw or paint and like, you know, that's not a problem for you, right? So you are used to learning, you know, other things. So it's it's perfectly common to have both growth mindset and fixed mindset in different areas of your life. And, um, and you can, you certainly develop either or, right? So you, um, when you when children have either fixed mindset or growth mindset, usually is the environment they were brought in, or you know things that they were told um, in school or at home, and um, you know you can absolutely change your mindset at any time. So, and that's what we're trying to do with our tools and resources: help children get to that right to to maybe a more fixed mindset or growth mindset, um, and um, you know you can absolutely do a lot as a parent or a teacher to help children develop a growth mindset. Right. And, and, and modeling that growth mindset at home would probably be the first step, right? Because you were saying earlier yeah. that they're watching us. So, so yes, no, because for me, it seemed like it, it would definitely be, you know, the beliefs that, that we think of ourselves are often what other people have told us. So that's why, yeah. you know, I was asking that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so oh my, so true, right? And um, sometimes parents are very well-meaning, and they actually think that they're doing um, their best. And unfortunately, they're helping develop a fixed mindset. So I'll give you an example of um, the way that parents are praising their children. And praise is such a hot topic in parenting. There's so many different opinions on how and whether or not you should be praising your children. So, um, and there's certainly a growth mindset way of praising and a fixed mindset way of praising. Okay. That's fascinating. Right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, and, um, and it's important to understand, uh, this, you know, kind of the differences. And so there are certainly, uh, two different ways of praising growth mindset way of praising and a fixed mindset way of praising. And sometimes parents don't understand the difference and they think they're actually praising, you know, doing their best to praise their children, but they're doing that incorrectly. So, um, and this was, shown in uh, Carol Dweck's studies when she was working with children in school environments. So uh, what she was saying is that when we praise children for their intelligence, for their talents, for who they actually are as a person, so um, kind of like describing their personality, you're just a smart, you're a smart kid, you're a a genius, 
we're actually doing them a disservice, <laughs> believe okay. it or not. So it is a fixed mindset way of praising. And what happens in child's mind it, when they hear that praise is they actually um, start believing that they are, you know, talented and smart and intelligent and they don't. And so it's almost like a title that they receive it and they don't want to lose that title. They don't want to prove you wrong. They don't want to disappoint you as a parent or as a teacher. So, and that's what, that's why some, you know, when children receive that kind of praise, they actually are very careful and, and, you know, don't try new things or don't take on new challenges because they don't want to fail or make a mistake and prove you wrong. So, um, it, you know, instead of saying that they're kind of like, you know, they're a smart kid. And when let's say like if a child believes that they're a smart kid and when they make a mistake next time and they are completely devastated because what they're, you know, proved themselves is they're actually maybe not smart and my mom maybe is wrong. So what Dr. Carol Dweck was saying is the better way or growth mindset way of praising is actually praising different things. You praise their um, their the process, how they got there, their work, their effort, their dedication, their focus, how much time they spent on doing something, that they actually stayed persistent and they didn't give up. The way that they, their like their creative aspects, the way that they approached a new problem and how they found a different solution. So all of this, if you can kind of like summarize it all, it's a process praise. So you pray in the process, you pray in their, you praise in their actions and you are not praising them as a person. You're not labeling them as a person. And, um, and that's a very important, uh, kind of distinction to understand as a parent. So when we start, when we start doing that, when we start praising their actions and their process and their, all these things that they actually have control over, right? So they have control how much effort they could put forth the next time. They have control over how much time they spend on learning something. And they don't really have a control over whether they are smart per se or not, or whether or not they make mistakes or they don't make mistakes, right? So that's right. Yeah. And, And it's true. I mean, I know I use that a lot about how, you know, I have a issue and, and and those who have heard me before know that you know the 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 overpraising and the good job all the time just kind of drives me crazy because like you're saying it's not really going in depth of the effort that they've put into something or the the real you know quality like you say of the focus or the artistry and such it's it's not about the process but it's just the the kind of the end result um Mm-hmm. praising, which uh, does make it. And it's funny because when you started with that example, I was like, but she's telling the child that they're smart. Like, why wouldn't you want to tell yeah. the child that they're <laughs> smart, right? As opposed to telling them they're not smart. But I can see where that could also get into in in the way of um, not having that growth mindset. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, there's so many things that could be spoken about praise. Um, this is just kind of like the tip of an iceberg, right? But um, I like the example that you gave. You know, good job, and a lot of parents just kind of um, resort to that, right? They, you know, they don't think too much about what to say in the moment. But um, like you said, good job or well done or whatever, you're great. It's great. It doesn't provide any information for a child. There's no information in that praise. What was good about it? What was, what did they do right? Or, um, you know, sometimes 
what what's even more important to understand is that we don't have to praise all the time. And um, when we do praise all the time, we kind of de- develop that dependence on the external validation in our child, right? So they start seeking that validation from other people. And instead, what we could do as parents, we could help them develop intrinsic motivation, right? So we can help them uh, get that validation from within themselves, right? So they don't need anyone to tell them they're doing doing a good job. They can, they know they're doing a good job because they're doing their best. And uh, when we do that, we, you know, and there are different ways you can do that. You know, you, you don't have to like be silent when they're asking you for a feedback. You could, you could ask them questions, right? You can ask them questions. You can say, well, what do you think about it? What, how did you feel when you made this? Like, what, what, what did you want to create? Like, what, what is it? Tell me about it. So instead of like immediately saying, oh, I love that this is a great, this is a great, good job. You know, you could have that conversation of um, help, help, helping them look in, inwards, right? To understand what they did. And so that next time they don't, maybe they don't even need anyone to tell them that they did a good job, right? Right, right. And it's true. I mean, it's not, I don't think we need people to tell us we did a good job. We just want people to acknowledge that we did something or that we put the effort into it. And and, uh, that's so true. I mean, and it's true what you say about dependency. I call it, you know, we, we we're creating reward junkies where they will not do things unless we praise them or give them a reward for something. And that's actually doing them a disservice. So thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. So in your uh, big life journal that you've created, uh, this is for what age group of children? Uh, We have two types of journals. We have one for ages 7 to 10, and then we have an older um, edition for ages 11 and above and which is used by teens and even adults sometimes mm-hmm. adults sometimes um and we also have a bunch of other resources that not journals but we call them printable kits like kits you know self-esteem mm-hmm. kits or resilience kits that are for younger children as well so um in general let's say we cover ages four and above okay wonderful and so when you um so this big life journal for let's say a, a seven eight year old what type of, of prompts do you have them, you know, looking inward? Like, to, I, I'm assuming mm-hmm. that you're helping them look inward. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, so the journals are pretty interactive. So we have, um, they have writing prompts, and then they also have stories, and they have um, kind of like graphics, illustrations. We do provide information in the journal. So it's almost like a workbook, I would say. And um so we we talk about the brain and we help them understand the power of their brain and the you know the 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 ability of brain to learn and uh, to grow, uh, which is also part of a growth mindset. Um, so and then we also talk about things like believing in yourself and resilience, persistence, not giving up, and the fact the reason why we included stories of uh, those are real life real people stories um, is that so that every single kind of topic that we're discussing can be illustrated in real life, right? So if there is a, if we are talking about believing in yourself, then we have a story, you know, of, um, of someone who believed in in themselves and they achieved great results. Um, And the good, another fun part about the journal, the younger edition is it goes, um, 
uh, together, we have a podcast that goes together with a journal. Okay. <laughs> and um, it's it's just um, such a fun um, experience. Uh, this podcast um, is a play. So there are two actors, you know, a boy and a girl. They 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 play in this podcast. They play, play the roles. And then they kind of interact with each other and um, support each other, take turns to support each other, right? So um, to reinforce the lessons in their journal. So let's say, like, we're talking about persistence and there is an, uh, there's a chapter in the journal about pers- being persistent. And then there is a, a podcast episode about the persistence. So the children can listen to the podcast and then they can work on the journal that night, let's say, and kind of like to have that multisensory experience. That's wonderful. And have you, um, have schools been using these as well? I mean, this seems like it would be such a wonderful tool also to have uh, in the classroom. Yeah, absolutely. We do have a lot of schools and they, um, you know, some of them order for the entire the entire class schools. Oh, wow. um, okay. Right, exactly. And they include it as part of their curriculum. We do have lessons. So for that exact reason, we wrote the lesson plans that go together with the journals. And if when order when the school orders uh, for that classroom, we provide lesson plans for teachers. And we also have homeschoolers, a big community of homeschoolers that use our resources as part of that's, homeschool. That's really wonderful. I'm just intrigued by why you and your husband or or like what was your background to to want to create this what was your experience with discovering you know the growth and the fixed mindset and and kind of your background to bring this to life Um, yeah I mean so both my husband and I we have been very much into personal development so we followed all the the main big names you know Tony Tony Robbins attended tons of seminars and workshops and we always were into this kind of things and when um, I we got pregnant that's when we started the conversation okay so how can we um, take that personal development for adults that's so you know, kind of like well uh, accessible to adults and translated to children. And how can we help our children already grow up with this mindset? Whereas both for me and my husband, we were not raised with a growth mindset. And the reason is I, I think that my parents, quite frankly, were not raised with a growth mindset either. And it was, um, you know, kind of like at that time, it was not something that parents paid a lot of attention to. Um, and I both him and I came to this on our own. Mm-hmm. And if in when it, we were already in 30s, right? So if, and we were always saying, oh, imagine if you and I had this kind of information when we were growing, when we were growing up, or even like in our 20s, when we're trying to build our careers and, and find ourselves in this world. So, um, yeah, so we were like, you know, looking back and saying, this is such a such an important aspect of being a human and living successful, happy, fulfilled life. Your mindset is such a critical aspect of your happiness. So why don't why don't we teach that to children? Because like from a very early age, and um, and that's how it all started. Like we mm-hmm. our own quest for Your own yeah and because <laughs> no that's beautiful because i'm just you know i'm i'm always intrigued like how we we evolve to do the work that we're doing and and yeah. uh and that's fascinating and for me parenting is kind of a you know uh self-development course just <laughs> all wrapped up you know what you were saying learning is like we are learning about ourselves and it's it's to me, it's wonderful that you did this as you were expecting 
your child because you knew how important it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this year, we are actually developing a parenting course for oh, uh, growth yeah, okay. And a big portion of this parenting course is helping parents develop growth mindset themselves mm. uh, rather than immediately go into how do you teach it to the children? It's like, okay, let's get you there first and then and then how you can translate it to your child. So it's certainly almost like a personal development course with a little bit of parenting in it. That's like, how it's perfect. Yes, because when we we uh, surveyed our community and we asked them what kind of course would you like and what is your main struggle and almost you know a lot of parents were saying I just need to work on my own mindset like I I think I'm doing the growth mindset but then I'm I, but then I'm doing the fixed mindset and I don't know what I'm doing so it, it's kind of like a lot of confusion because no quite frankly not not a lot of us were raised with a growth mindset so um, no and, and it's true it, it, it's true yeah. what you say you know because we weren't raised that way because i think there wasn't necessarily that awareness um you know then and and maybe more a fixed mindset but i think i would tend to believe that children if we don't tell them otherwise, I think they come to us with a very much of a growth mindset. I mean, when you see, you know, how much they figure out in those first few years of, of walking and talking and, and all of that is like, they're, they're constantly knowing that they need to grow. Um, so, so it's interesting how we have to go back to the source, you know, to, 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 to go back and develop it. Because I think, I mean, when you see young children, they're, they're invincible. They, they feel that they can conquer the world. Right. Um, and yet we kind of sometimes, you know, say things that, that might get in the way of them believing that. So it's kind of going back to the essence. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. don't harm. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, it's like it's like the 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 children. You know, I say come to us. You know, the the factory setting is pure happiness. It's pure mm-hmm. joy. It's pure living in the moment uh, and all of that. But you know, society, families, all the culture kind of you know takes away all of that slowly but surely. So. Yep. It's wonderful that you're giving the tools to the parents to be able to first develop it themselves, because as you were saying, we need to model all of that for our children first. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. And and so much, you know, it's interesting how so much of parenting is about our mindset, you know, is about accepting our children for who they are. Uh you know, accepting certain circumstances and, and knowing that it will all get figured out. So, yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's such a great point um, that you made. I mean, it's, it's all about meeting where our children are at the moment. And, um, you know, let's say if we talk about growth mindset specifically, um, and, you know, a lot of some parents, they're worried, let's say that their children don't put a lot of effort, right? So a lot of a uh, big portion of growth mindset is the effort that like you put a lot of effort into your work. You do you, you do your best, um, and let's say you know, and then they see their child not putting their a lot of you know not putting their best effort, and they get frustrated, and then you know immediately say, well, my child doesn't have a growth mindset, and they just don't want to. They don't like work, and they don't like tr- trying new things, and so and then we we try to explain that you know well, f- first of all. 
um, there, there are always reasons why their child is not putting a lot of effort. And first of all, you need to understand what the reason is. Maybe they're bored. Maybe they're tired. Maybe it's not up to their skill level. Maybe it's, it's something they're not interested. So find out the reason why they're not putting a lot of effort. And then um, also remember that we as adults, we don't always put our best effort every single time. So we got to give our children grace and compassion and meet them where they are at that moment and, and understand, you know, maybe that was their best today. Maybe that was their best today, what they did. And tomorrow they can try again. So it's, it's never black and white, right? It's never like, if you have a growth mindset, you always on hundred percent doing your best, you know, grinding, putting a lot of effort, and then you achieve the result. It's always <laughs> we're all humans, right? And children, they need to be met with compassion and understanding and the moment and trying to the more you provide that, the more you show them you're on their side and kind of like guiding them through this process rather than being very rigid about it about it. So the more they kind of open to it. Mm, and I love that because you bring up a delightful point, which is, you know, we tend to put our children to higher standard than ourselves because, mm-hmm. you know, there are some days where we just don't really want to do anything. And and yet, you know, when our children are feeling that way, we think that there's, you know, something wrong. So, so yes, very, mm-hmm. compassion is very important. Uh, love that. Love that. Now, in your, um, as you, you know, created this uh, book and and all of these tools that you've created, what are kind of some of the maybe, you know, revelations in your research that you uncovered maybe of this generation of parents and and the children that they are raising today? Um, well, I mean, we, we talk uh, to a lot of parents on uh, kind of like regular basis. So we mm-hmm. do hear a lot of concerns uh, from, well, a lot of parents that, that kind of like have similar concerns. They come to us for resources. We're all about growth mindset. So let's say our community of parents are probably facing similar um, concerns uh, about right. each other. So they, you know, the children maybe don't have a lot of self-esteem. Um, they um, have, they're not as persistent as their parents would like them to be, or they, um, let's say they don't want to try new things or take on new challenges, or so, so, they're perfectionists and they're afraid and horrified of failure and mis- making mistakes. So all those kind of like a very common concerns in our community. And mm-hmm. that's why, the, you know, parents find our resources and, um, and come to us. So, I mean, um, th- so... And then there's, right, so they come to us and they learn about growth mindset, and then they have this revelation that they don't, they don't have a growth mindset. They right, have a growth right. mindset. And then they complete, some of them completely devastated and said, I was doing it all wrong. And my children, I, you know, I failed my children. I ruined my children. I was telling them the wrong things. And I mean, there's those kind of parents. <laughs> right, right. And then we, of course, have that conversation. It was like, you you didn't do anything your self your self-awareness and your realization that you actually have a fixed mindset is a huge step forward and you should be proud of yourself and then you know it's only kind of like um going up from here right so it's now you can learn what growth mindset is now you can help yourself develop a growth mindset and we can help you too so um it's it's very it's quite interesting, right? To yeah, no, it's it's fascinating because to me, it's it's what you were saying earlier. It's about really helping the parents first 
have that growth mindset, right? Because a parent who has a growth mindset wouldn't say, I've ruined my child. They would just say, oh, I'm going to do better tomorrow, right? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's fascinating. Fascinating. Um, <clears throat> so I know that that our time is is coming to an end, and I just wanted to ask you uh, a, a personal question, and that is, you mentioned that you have a son, and you told me uh, that he was four. So if we were to go back um, five years ago, so when you were expecting and and developing this beautiful uh, project that you've that you've created with your husband, but let's go back and maybe what wise words would you have liked to hear, hear when you were expecting your son five years ago? Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I, I mean, I would say to any parent and to myself, um, and I tell myself this every day, is accept uh, your child who he is or who she is. Mm. And um, they are their own being and they certainly don't have to be the way you want them to be um and then they 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 are just who they are and then they um kind of like you they guide you so they should be guiding your parenting style right so adjust your parenting style to your child um there's no 100 you know kind of like 100 wrong or right way of parenting there's always um it's a parenting that is best for your child, right? So your goal is to find that parenting that is best for your child and then um, help them, you know, develop into the person that they are, become more of who they are, right? Um, find themselves and help them find themselves. And that's why I love, uh, you know, self, self-guided learning and help them kind of like, um, instead of, guiding them what they should be learning, help them discover what they want to learn. And, um, you know, interest-based based learning, sometimes it's called. So I would tell myself exactly that, you know, what I keep telling myself every single day, that he is who he is, right? And this is him and this is, and he's perfect. Right. That's beautiful. Thank you for that. And um, is there any uh, closing comments or, or statement that you want to make sure our listeners um, leaves with today? Yeah. I mean, um, if you, you know, just learned about growth mindset or, or fixed mindset and you just realizing that you haven't, you had a fixed mindset and you kind of, um, you know, frustrated or upset about it, I would totally take it very easy and say, you know, tell, tell that, you know, all of us have a fixed mindset in one way or another. So um, it's always a journey. Even, you know, our com- people in our community have been with us for years. They still learning every single day. And you can do a lot to help yourself and your children to develop a growth mindset. So it's it shouldn't be, you know, a big frustration. Um, it's just a learning experience, right? So we can all get there. Beautiful, beautiful. And it's, it's, yeah, it's rewiring our brains, which is, we can always do. Yes. (laughs) Beautiful. Well, thank you so much, uh, Alexandra. This has been a delightful conversation. I will have all of the links of things that you mentioned uh, in the show notes, as well as your website. And I just want to thank you for the time uh, you've spent with us today. Absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Art of Parenting. And if you did, please make sure to share it with your loved ones. And do come share your takeaways in our private Facebook community. I'd also be grateful for a review on iTunes so it can get heard by many more. And remember, if you've got a question, let me know. I'm here for you. Till next time.